his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. (laughs) Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Everywhere I've been going today, people are still talking about the Super Bowl from last night. It's Jason. Welcome to Drive Time. Glad to have you with us today. It was fun, wasn't it? Come on. National Football League, whether it's scripted or not, they're doing it right. Viral moments, check. The love story, yes. The script, exactly as one would have expected it to be played, yes. And then the surprises. Overtime game, the ads. This is from my physical therapy appointment this morning to dropping off my car at the body shop. This is what people are talking about, which is, I don't know about you, what your biggest moment was. I'd love to hear it at 651-461-9226, your favorite moment. We'll talk about the ads coming up uh, at 335. And we'll talk a little more about the game with Dave Schwartz at 5.30. So lots of Super Bowl fun for you this hour. But I think the, the, the reality is, in a time where everything is contentious, this felt sort of like just good old-fashioned fun. Even the, is Taylor Swift going to take off her face mask, reveal herself as Joe Biden, and tell everyone that the vaccine that was uh, injected into her body now controls all of our minds. Uh, To me, it was largely good fun. I had a good time, Dan. You? Well, and that was, you know, the takeaway that I had, and I've had this over the last couple of years now, is as much as I detest the people that run the NFL, and their greed. You really hate they, those I guys. really don't like those yeah. people at all. I really think they're not good people and they're not it, – it's just – it's this tension between the fact that I really detest those people and the product that they put on is far and away the most entertaining thing out there, period. Not just in sports, but just on a – you know, whether it's TV or film or whatever other form of entertainment that you enjoy – you would be hard-pressed to come up with something that as consistently delivers the goods as NFL football, specifically NFL playoff football. That game, while it started slow, but of course at that point we're still wondering how often Taylor's going to show up and what are the ads, and there's plenty to occupy us early on. Right. But like end of that second quarter through the rest of the game and end in overtime, that's as entertaining as sports can be. This, this is why you don't uh, exclaim that, the game is boring 
in the in right. the first act because you don't know. You just don't probably, know. Probably won't be. And the track record is it's going to get better in a hurry. The Kansas City Chiefs are a dynasty, two Super Bowls in a row. Patrick Mahomes is so exciting as a player. Mm-hmm. Overtime win. The biggest moment, though, was just like the cute, biggest celebrity in America. In America? In the world. I mean, you know, you can with make the, the biggest, uh, with the With just the cute, tender moment. I didn't want to get sucked in by that, but there I was. And the it ju- was so sweet. Absolutely. And Travis the- Kelsey and Taylor Swift. That photo, those yes. photos, that's. That is what people will remember the most out of this Super Bowl. And then there's the juxtaposition, though, of that moment versus the Travis Kelsey that was unhappy with his coach on the sideline. Yeah. How great Screaming and bumping him. You know, and so it's all of that, right? It's all of the drama. It's all of the – when you got – Don't you want to know what they were yelling about? Oh, absolutely, right? But and when, his answer was so good where it's like, well, uh, it, you know, until the mic'd up uh, audio proves otherwise – I, I just wanted to, you know, whatever yeah, he said, yeah, like, yeah. tell uh, him how much I love him. But it was when, in that overtime session when San Francisco went down and then got bogged down and had to kick the field goal. Yeah. You looked at the clock and you thought about it and you said, you've now, you know, San Francisco just given perhaps the greatest quarterback of his generation, Tom Brady would still like to have a word, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. given just this sensational quarterback an opportunity to drive his team down the field, score a touchdown, and win a Super Bowl. What were the odds that was actually going to happen? Even on the fourth down play. Yeah. At no point could you have sat there and gone, well, it was a good run. No, it's Patrick Mahomes. He's going to figure it out. And that just the drama of that drive and the scoring play and the way that it was all set up, it's just it's NFL's pro- the product yeah. is the best. It just is. And I'm as big a baseball fan as there is. And the World Series simply cannot as consistently deliver the goods the way the Super Bowl, the way the, the NFL playoffs do. It just can't. A lot of textures agree with you about the NFL greed. Yeah. What I find interesting, I guess I've never given the management of the NFL mm. a second thought. Until you have you said that how much it bothers you, I could not give a crap about the management of the NFL. What, why would it be anything other than slimy and greedy? I don't know. It's a giant corporation. Yeah. Like, that is what it is. That's what it is. You can, you can certainly make that argument. Why would anyone think? Why would anyone expect otherwise? That, it, this is how I go through life without being disappointed at people. Well, I just expect. I expect they're going to be horrible. They're just going to be horrible. Because my detestment <laughs> of them isn't from failed expectations. It isn't because I expected them to be good, moral, and upstanding people. It's. We all have that opportunity, right? But it's yeah. the degree to which they not only aren't, but they are so comfortable in flaunting how they aren't. I tell you the moment that it really peaked for me. When they suspended Tom Brady for not turning over his cell phone because a deflated football scandal was going on for longer than they suspended Ray Rice for on video punching his girlfriend and knocking her out on, in an elevator. Yeah. When that happened, I'm like, okay, I know where our priorities are. I know what kind of people these are. I know what they're running and what, what they're most interested in protecting, and it isn't people, and that I had a huge problem with that. Yeah, And that's one of many, many, many examples. But that's the one where I'm kind of like, I'm out. I mean, in a way, the reason we get to feel this way is because we see some of that machinations. Like, you sure. don't know what Microsoft is doing. You Absolutely. don't know what Google yep. is doing or any of these other yep. – we don't know. So – 
I, 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 and and fair. That's absolutely right? a like, percent I don't know. Point. Like, but I use the same argument with the people that say, you know, well, sure, sure. In baseball, we know which guys these guys were doing steroids, but we don't know who else was doing it. Okay, fine. But that doesn't mean if we know that this particular people are doing bad things, are cheating, or doing whatever, yeah. we get to point at that and say, yeah, that's wrong. Yeah. The that, fact that we don't know that other people aren't also doing it doesn't mean I just don't any less care. Wrong. I guess I don't care. And you're welcome like that, to, yeah, absolutely. You're welcome to not. You know, it just does that make me a bad person no. for like morally, like the morality of, you know, a texter just says the commissioner is not worth $60 million and then stalling his contract because he demanded health care for life for his entire family. Like, wh- why isn't the commissioner, like, they paid it to him. Give it, well, and given the amount of money. Look how much the NFL makes. That the league makes, and he's in and charge he of the protects the owners. Teams. Yeah. He's the commissioner for the owners. Like, I have a problem with that. I'm not, I, I'm not a fan of Roger Goodell at all. I, I don't think he's good for sports. I don't think he's a good person necessarily. And he's exactly the kind of person that the owners want in that job. Yeah. Yeah. So you can like, be both. He can be both very, very effective and just right. it's not good. Right. Yeah, it's funny. Like, so what's interesting is when you ask me to think about what what the best moments are, and maybe the, maybe, well, I don't know. I just can't imagine. Like, if you're thinking about what what were the most memorable moments of the Super Bowl, like, I I feel no like no guilt about like oh well these guys are. You know, the NFL is bad and these people, I don't know. It's just like, I'm just, so I'm, I'm not claiming that anybody else has to feel no, that guilt at all. Everyone texting in totally agrees with you. I so just, so you many, know. I'm glad you vocalized yeah. it because many people feel that way. To me, I just enjoy the spectacle. I enjoy the fact that uh, all over America and all over the world, most people were watching that as it happened, Absolutely. which is an, which happens in almost no other part of life today. Yeah. And we got to watch a very competitive, exciting game. Yes. We got uh, a pretty good halftime show. Sure. I thought Usher was pretty good. It's it's music that connects to a certain point in time in my yeah. life. So it's very nostalgic. I thought it was good. Um, for me, it was really having the whole family. My family was together. So we all watched it together. We had great food. Uh, and it was a good time. There were funny moments, mm-hmm. like when I uh, sang along with Usher at, at a particular lyric that maybe wasn't appropriate for <laughs> my wife's mother really? who was in the room. Uh, but, you know. You got to do what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do. The spirit moves you to sing. You're just you singing sing. along with Usher, oh, and sometimes the lyric is maybe not going to be right. Um so I enjoyed all those moments. I hope you guys had fun. Keep the text coming. We'll have ad talk. So if you want to talk about the ads, we'll do that coming up in about 20 minutes. We're going to break. I have some thoughts about the craziness of our alcohol laws in this state. Could this session give us a first step to being able to do something as simple as buy a beer at the grocery store? We'll talk about it coming up here on CCO. It is absolutely absurd that you cannot buy a six-pack of beer at the grocery store. doesn't make any sense. I, I, if you disagree with me, I would love to know why, because I cannot come up with a single reason other than, well, this is how we've always done it.
Minnesota's liquor laws are a joke. They are. We have a three-tier system. So you have the producer, you have the distributor, and then you have the liquor store or bottle shop. In some towns, the city runs the liquor store, which originally was created for cities with a population of under 10,000, the theory being like, well, maybe like a regular liquor store wouldn't want to set up shop there. Over time, some of these small cities grew, and they were allowed to keep their municipal liquor store like Edina. Should Should the government of Edina be keeping out Total Wine or Haskell's or Top Ten Liquors or any Certics or anybody else who wants to say, no, to me, that's it's ridiculous. You would, you would not allow this in any other category of store, but alas, here it is. So over the years, we've tried to change things, and uh, nothing happens because those city governments are entrenched interests. The unions that uh, drive the uh, beer and wine and spirits around, the Teamsters, they're an entrenched interest. And certainly if you're a a, a a liquor store, you know, why would you want the competition? I get that. I'm also conflicted because if you sell beer and wine and spirits at any grocery store that wants it, there's no doubt that some of our great bottle shops are going to go out of business. And I don't want to see that happen. So what do we do with this? Well, I think what we're looking at right now is an opportunity to dip our toe into what is the right thing and not blow up the whole system. Bipartisan support right now, according to an article in MinPost, to let beer into the grocery store, real beer. So right now, the liquor store... Uh, is the only place you can get real beer. But 3-2 beer is allowed for grocery stores and gas station and supermarkets, that sort of thing. We are the last state in the country with the 3-2 law. Because it's stupid. <laughs> Everybody else has gotten rid of it. We still have 3-2 because some... Because you can go to Target or go to Cub, and there is the 3-2 beer. So Matt Klein, the DFL rep for Mendota Heights, a senator, state senator, has a proposal that would allow, you know, if you're allowed to sell 3-2 beer, now you can sell fully leaded beer. You got to get the permission of your city. So a city could say no, a county could say no. But Matt Klein is looking at this from the same perspective I had when I first moved to Minnesota, went to the Target in Plymouth, bought a beer, and then went across the street to the liquor store to buy a bottle of wine and was looking at the price. And I'm like, how come come beer is so much more expensive over here? And they're like, oh, well, that's fake beer. You bought the 3-2 beer. Who are we protecting? What What is the logic of this? One texter, I feel bad for the small business liquor stores if this were to happen. Here's the thing. 
the big box liquor stores, the, the, the stores that I mentioned, Total Wine. Haskell's has what? Ten locations. Uh, Top Ten has ten locations. So MGM has thirty locations. Those guys haven't put out put put the small liquor stores out of business. You should be able. And also, why are we in the business of protecting those little guys? That's just not how the world works. That's not how it works. There, there are a couple areas that we have these backwards laws that were built out of morality, not out of business. And it's sort of been bastardized into this discussion of like, well, we got to protect the small business. But that is the small business needs to protect themselves. They need to provide uh, more service, which most of them do. Do I want to go buy a bottle of wine in the grocery store? No, I don't. I'm going to go to the local liquor store. Because I value the expertise. I like going to Solo Vino in St. Paul and having Chuck help me out. And I like going to 1010 Washington and having Don help me out. I, I, I like going to France 44. I like that kind of service. And wouldn't it be convenient to just grab for your Super Bowl party a case of beer? When you're at the grocery store, this just seems like a no brainer. Like our law, it's goofy. And if you're arguing like, well, we need to protect the small business owner. Another texture don't need this just for the convenience of the average person to the detriment of small business owners. What other category of sales, of marketing, of anything do we have a law designed to protect a certain small business owner? It doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. And so it's time to be logical about this. Dipping a toe in to me is a good idea. And I hope the legislature legislature can get this done. There's still a stopgap for cities or counties to say no. And some of the crybaby cities and counties out there will. But the reality is, I I. You could go anywhere and buy a cannabis or a THC gummy. You're at a you're at a clothing store and they're selling gummies. But God forbid I buy a Miller Lite at Cub Foods. Someone makes sense out of this to me. Oh, wait, you can't. You cannot. All right. I got more worked up about that than I thought I was going to. It just doesn't make sense. Next up, I'm coming after your car dealerships and the stupid Sunday that we have one industry in the world that is allowed, uh, mandated by law to have Sundays off. I would like this. I would like Fridays off on this show. Could, could the government pass that law? All right. Back to Super Bowl. 332. 332. We're going to talk uh, about the best. Super Bowl ads. Uh, it's going to be good. I want your text, your favorites. I want to know what you got. Uh, we've got, oh, we've got two great guests for you coming up: ad industry expert and another ad industry expert. We'll get reactions coming up in a minute here on CCO. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. 
But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Everybody has their favorite Super Bowl ad. 651-461-9226. I want to know your favorite and I want to know your miss. The ad that you're like, everybody's buzzing about this ad. It did nothing for me. We've got some experts in studio here to talk to us. Cornell Beard is the founder of Charisma Agency. Uh, Back for a second year of the Super Bowl ad analysis. Uh, And you brought a friend, Blase, uh, who is a professional DJ pop culture expert, and so we're glad to have you guys with us in studio. Thank you for having us. We appreciate it. Uh, overall impressions of the ads, Cornell? Um, as a millennial, um, I kind of loved it. It seemed yeah. like it was made for like my, my liking, for sure. I thought they were pretty good. I mean, every year people are like, well, you know, I mean, it seemed... <laughs> My physical therapist, which that's how you know what generation I'm in. (laughs) He today was like, you know, I just remember him being better 20 years ago. I'm like, they weren't that good 20 years ago either. Like, there are always a couple that are great. I thought overall, Blase, most were pretty good. Yeah, I thought they were pretty good. I think the 20-year thing really references to we have more resources now. So we see ads different places. Uh So I feel like he, it's more lackluster for him. But I enjoyed it. Like Cornell said, being a millennial is the perfect where I could see the reunions happening. I feel like that was a big theme. A lot of reunions, so I could get the Friends reference, but then I could also get some of the younger stuff. So I feel like I was at the perfect age to finally enjoy everything. Yeah. Your favorite ad, Cornell. Yeah. Get a little Um, Get in there. Yeah, for sure. Blase knows how to work the mic. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, my favorite ad, um, hands down, had to be the Beyonce and Verizon collaboration. I think just the tie into, you know, like the old, like, can you hear me now? And then Beyonce's nature of, like, breaking the internet. Can Beyonce break the Verizon network? And through, you know, all these trials of, like, she's in space, she's here, she's doing that. She even brought up the, the Beyonce AI or, like, the AI version of Beyonce and, like, still, you know, perfect connection. And that leading up to her dropping a project last night. I think just all together, you know, home run. Yeah, that ad had celebrity, it had comedy, but it also, Blase, really connected to Verizon. 100%. And I love that there was incentive to actually drop music. It made people actually go and do what they needed. So it promoted for Verizon. And as a DJ, I love seeing things that drop new music. So that was a new interesting thing for Beyonce. I'm going to play a little bit of that ad so people, if you missed that one. Broke the internet again. Oh, it's coming in really fast. Yeah, it's Verizon 5G. The network is crazy powerful. I bet you can't break that. (laughs) (laughs) I bet I can. Wait, what? Beyonce breaks the internet, but can she break Verizon? Broken? Not even close. Time for a surprise drop. 
Did I break it? You broke me. Oh, no. It's pretty good. Like, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. I liked it. That did uh, very well on the ad meters. It's so interesting to see as uh, we're joined by Cornell Beard and Blase, uh, kind of how the how the advertiser community responds. It was like, all right, this year, one thing I've noticed is people seem all over the place. There's no, like, dominant, okay, this was the winner. But uh, so many celebrities. Is it too many celebrities? At, at a certain point, you're like, oh, it's another celebrity. Okay. Like, as far as concepts of ads, I was surprised. It was all like big bucks, big time kind of Hollywood type celebrities. Yeah, we actually talked a little bit about that um, earlier today. Just um, a lot of celebrities, but not too much of uh, the today's generation celebrities from influencers to streamers. Um, didn't see too much presence of, of those. Yeah, yeah. What do you think that's about, Blase? I would have expected more like, you know, uh, streamers or YouTubers. Yeah, I thought they, or... had a, like, they missed the bullet on that one a little bit with a lot of the streamers. I don't know why that was. I don't know if it was just maybe they're charging too much and they don't need it because they stream yeah. the whole time. But they're all in the house. They all support the Super Bowl. So I was shocked by that. And I was shocked they didn't get Taylor Swift in the commercial. I thought they would for sure get Taylor in there. The yeah. Dunkin' Donuts commercial, uh, <laughs> I, I thought was a... The first year of that, last year when they did it, it was like, all right, like Ben and J-Lo, we, okay, we get it. Yep. Uh, I think this year was better. It was very funny. Yeah. Then having like Matt Damon just so embarrassed to be there, Tom Brady, it was yeah. a good commercial. That one really was great storytelling at its finest. I feel like every time it cut to someone else, it like made sense for that commercial. Which I really loved. It made me want Duncan. What do you guys? Yeah, me too. (laughs) What do you guys think as far as the integration? Where like they were wearing these Dunkings tracksuits, and then today they went on sale. Like you could buy the tracksuits. Oh, I didn't know that you can actually purchase them now. But um, yeah, I love the the like the vintage or like nostalgic (laughs) yes reference to that. Um, just like the the glimmer, the shine to it, the bright pinks and oranges. Um, yeah, it's pretty sweet. Actually, I might check it out. How long do you think we'll see someone in it? Right? In those... I, How fast <laughs> do they ship, right? I know. Do they still have them? I think everything sold out already today. So they wow. sold Mission like... Mission accomplished. Yeah. They sold the track suits. They sold like these kind of goofy, like a, a fuzzy bucket hat. Uh, but all of it already sold out. Clicking on the link right Whoa. now. Yeah. It's crazy. Like I mean, $7 million, you look at the money. Yeah. And that doesn't even pay the actors or the crew or the creative or any of it. So the actual budget for these Cornell has to be what? 12, 15 million? I don't know, but if you want to help me find somebody with that budget <laughs> to make a Super Bowl commercial, I would love to do that. <laughs> That'd be pretty sweet. It is funny like we've definitely gone past sort of the days of like the user generated ads that we're seeing. We're in this Hollywood celebrity phase. We also saw a lot of movie ads. And to me, uh, movie ads, they never, like, really stick the way some of the more creative ads do. But we do know it drives a lot of business. And that yeah. Wicked ad, which that was... Wicked was good. You that was a good ad. Yeah, I like that one. That was the perfect one. I think it was great. They started with the Deadpool versus Wolverine. That was really great. And then that Wicked one just took me by storm. I didn't even know that was coming out. And like you said, it doesn't last throughout the whole Super Bowl. You don't always reflect on that, yeah. but it does the job it needs to do and gets... When Wicked opens, we'll remember, like, oh yeah, I was yep. excited about that. Yeah. I would say a good mention, too, for um, the movie If, the one that's written and produced by John Krasinski, which I thought was like a, 
as an Office fan and like rewatching yeah. this right now, it's cool to see like where that career has like gotten to. And that was funny, like the way that ad started too, like a little bit of a different look where. It- it was not John Krasinski saying that. Yeah. It's a Don, John, John Krasinski movie. Cornell Beard and Blase with us. I want to ask you guys, I mean, both of you are millennial. Both of you are men of color. Like, when you look at the representation and you look at what the NFL has been trying to do, certainly Taylor Swift opened them up to a new generation of, of fans and younger girls in particular. How You know, the league is, uh, uh, the moneymakers of the league are black men. How did you feel the commercials did as far as representation? I feel that um, I'm like from like a black perspective, there was a huge presence of black culture. I mean, through everything from T-Mobile commercials, all the Paramount stuff, um, that it had like a huge presence throughout. And I mean, it's it's hard to talk about it sometimes. But I feel like black culture is pop culture, and kind of like other parts kind of take from that to you know become more cultured. And hopefully that makes sense. I think there's no question yeah. about it. And especially you look at what Beyonce is doing right now with, uh, you know, some the country uh, music. And you look yeah. at some of the origins of country music for sure comes out of black culture. Yeah. Too. And she's from Texas, too, right? So yeah. Houston. Back to her roots. Yeah. yeah I, I, the only thing that I think they missed was, like we talked about earlier, the bigger black artists or streamers or celebrities for the next generation. I think we were represented well. Um, and like you said, it's hard because our culture bleeds into so many yeah. different things as far as fashion with Ben Affleck even wearing the jumpsuit. You know, it's yeah. very 80s hip hop, you know. Um, but as far as that, only thing I think they missed was just actually a younger, getting a younger generation of color. The way some of the some of the commercials work is you get you get the national ads, but then also the local station has the chance to sell some local ads, too. Yeah. We saw Unreal, the clothing Shout brand. Yeah, that was amazing. That ad, I thought, was so clever. Very funny. I like that uh, one. Yeah. Happy Gilmore fan, if you're a Happy Gilmore fan. Little Shooter McGavin in there. McGavin. Come yeah. on. Yeah. And, you know, the models are from Minnesota. Two of those people are from Minnesota. I know one yeah. of the models, Jordan. Um, so that was cool to see that shout out. So that was yeah. great. The Clydesdales were back. Um, I don't know if the what generation the Clydesdale resonates for. I heard a lot of positive buzz about that being back. I think sometimes nostalgia and just a sweet message, which of course the, those Budweiser Clydesdales always bring. They need. They were looking to do something like not controversial after it's it's been a rough year for the Anheuser Busch family of brands <laughs> yeah. uh, with various scandal. Do do you think this type of thing helps? Like where maybe it restores a little bit of shine to a brand? Um, well, yes and no. I think what they did well on that, they did the behind-the-scenes lot. If you were watching the Super Bowl mm. lead up to the day from, like, noon or whatever, I saw them doing a lot of ta- explaining the commercial and explaining the history of the Clydesdale, which I think made more sense for the commercial. But as yeah. far as the younger generation, if the younger generation's watching, they're like, what does this have to do with anything? I don't. I don't think. I think we all know that that's just a yeah. thing that's been happening. But I don't yeah. know if it gets new people into it. Maybe Timu. Uh, I always is that how you say it? Timu. Timu. So. Uh, I always thought it was a scam when it like popped up and like in my social media feeds, you'd see like an ad for. And you're like, what is this? Yeah, brand new cars for two dollars. Like, like, come on, man! Yeah, like, I'm, I'm not clicking that link. I mean, and then there, there they are with helmet. <laughs> yeah, two or three ads. Yeah, in the I know they had two ads for sure, and they're thirty second spots, right? And they're fully animated. Um, great ads. 
But I don't know if people trust Timu still. I was like, I don't know if that made me trust the brand more. I was like, this is a cool animation, but I was like, I don't know if this makes me. What are you selling? I guess is yeah. that is that the issue where it's like for that if you were designing a campaign for Timu, you're like, all right, that's rough. <laughs> you're like, uh, the big issue is that people don't think you're real. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know what the solution is to that. Um, you can yeah. share case studies. You can show like testimonials. Uh, I think sometimes when you have a brand that feels that way. No matter what you say, it just further, like, pushes you into, like, I don't trust what you're trying to sell right now. Um, yeah. It's a tough problem to challenge, yeah, uh, to solve. Do you guys think when you look at, you know, overall Super Bowl ads, I mean, the reality is people are still talking about them yeah. uh, today. This will be a talker for probably a week, right? When you see friends or whatever, you'll talk about it. Is it still worth the expenditure? It's a risky expenditure, but... Is the payoff, the potential payoff still there, Cornell? I think that the majority of people that compete in, like, you know, Super Bowl commercials all have the budget to be at the Super Bowl and like, ah. have a commercial, right? So I don't think there's a lot of risk. That's Verizon's fine. Yeah, yeah Verizon's Volkswagen's fine. Volkswagen's fine. Paramount's fine. Volkswagen's fine. Paramount. BMW's fine. Um, but seeing spots like the Unreal stuff, like, that's dope, and I hope that it does pay off for them to, like, have that placement out there. Yeah. Yeah, I was really curious, like, when we talked about Timu and the Unreal, if those are more – risky for Timu, even though they're making a lot of money, because if it doesn't, I don't know if that commercial is going to be talked about right. much after than the fact that it was odd. Um, but no, like you said, they have the budget for it. It does what they need to do. It gets them some clicks. And we're going to see the ads for weeks yeah. on out. For hour, sure. So. Yes. This was not the last time we're seeing most of these ads. You guys, you were terrific. Thank you so much for coming in. Cornell Beard, Blase. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Thank you, sir. We, we appreciate, appreciate you. 351. I'm going to do an ad in just a second. Now I'm nervous with these experts in here. It is right now 41 degrees and sunny here in downtown Minneapolis. Hey, if you enjoyed uh, Cornell and Blase, you can check them out at 56 Brewing. They're doing something called Lover's Radio. Whoa. Oh, yeah. little Lover's Radio for you. So check that out on Valentine's Day here in Minneapolis. We are going to update you on CBS News and then local news with Susie Jones. And for Laura today, after 4 o'clock. Dan Cook and the Monday message. Pressure's on, Cook. We're, we're not going to do it with the headlines music, but it's, it'll be good. It'll be good, so make sure you stick around. For that, on a Monday, lots more coming up here on Drive Time with Derusha. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. <laughs> But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.